0: In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice, which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes a truth. It's a voice of justice, and ultimately, the voice upholds peace. The Voice is Building Bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities, and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World.
1: course is the voice of peace is a voice of truth is the voice that upholds justice top of the morning to you out there listener you're welcome to another interesting edition of your favorite radio advocacy program building bridges a program brought to you by taken peace desk with support from bread for the world My name is Joseph Ojedeji, and um, usually as we do on this program, we talk about issues that affect communities, ethnicities, people, groups, as well as the well-being of everybody in the community. We build bridges of love, and we'll be doing just that today again on this edition of the program. Last week, we discussed various issues um, ranging on policies and legislation that will advance Nigeria's development in 2021. And on this edition of the program, we'll be wrapping up discussions on that particular topic. And recall that the program was held by. Mr. John Rhett, um, and then we had uh, other guests as well uh, in the studio that discussed uh, on the issues. And this week we'll also have the guests with us in the studio to wrap up the discussion on that particular topic. I have with me in the studio Mr. Mujidang Sitdang, is the team lead, Centre for Civilians in Conflict, um, in Meduguri, a non government organization in Maiduguri. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Morning, listener. Thank you. We also have with us on the program Mr. Kabiru Sabo. Mr. Kabiru Sabo is the program's manager of Taken Peace. Desk is also a public affairs commentator and uh, positive people and your blood. You're welcome to the program, Sam.
2: Good morning. Uh listener, and of course, Joe. You had to pick that out of my my bio in, <laughs> in my yes. LinkedIn. All right, thank you very <laughs> All much. Right.
1: All right, you're welcome, Sam. Alright, we also have with us uh, on the program irregular voice on this particular program in person of Mr. John Red. John is the, is the communication um, officer of Take and Peace Desk. You're welcome, sir. Good morning, Joe. Thank you very much. All right, we'll be doing justice to, the, to this particular topic with these guests today. We'll be going on a short breather as we take uh from our sponsors, please stay with us as we hit the ground running after the break. Thank you.
0: In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes a truth. It's a voice of justice and ultimately the voice upholds peace. The Voice is Building Bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World.
1: Come back from that short breather um just as i told you before that break we'll be discussing policies and legislation that will and uh, that will advance nigeria's development in the year 2021 policies are basically strategies that are well mapped out for implementation um to achieve stated objectives. And usually, governments have various policies they've put in place, actually, to advance the objectives that are clearly stated for the improvement of citizens' life and livelihood. Um, Basically, these policies are usually situated within the ambit of existing or created piece of legislation. They are backed up by law, usually. Um, uh, Consequently, you actually um, uh, agree with uh, with us on this particular program that um, critics have actually criticized uh, the various policies of this present government you know there has been a lot of back and forth in the policies of this present administration, talking about the issues of economy you know that has actually seen Nigeria slipped back into um, a secondary recession within yeah. a span of five years you know that has been a product of Policies incoherence back and forth, you know. And before this particular um, edition, we're actually outside discussing with the guest um, uh, earlier on, and then we're thinking that could it be policy somersault? And then could it be policy back and forth uh, that has actually caused all these? And we actually um, see uh, people out there. Are you know, talking about our brothers, our sisters in the various offices of the National Identity Management Commission um, offices nationwide? You know, despite the COVID-19, you know, you see see the crowd, uh, you know, uh, 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 at these various centers trying to, you know, be obedient, you know, register for their national identity uh, card to get their national identity number to link with their SIM cards as directed by the government, you know. Um, you know, but most of these centers are flouting COVID-19 regulations as well. So all these actually are uh, tied to the policies back and forth, incoherence as well as uh, the unsustainability of some of these policies. Now, these are the issues that we'll be looking on this, that we'll be talking about on this particular edition of the program. Mr. Mujidang, um earlier on we were talking about the policy back and forth of the current administration. What are the basic causes of these policies back and forth? And what are the effects?
3: All right. Thank you very much. Uh, I I think for me, I would just want to refresh our minds from the discussions Mm. we had last week Mm. uh, by stating clear that we all agree that Nigeria is not short of policies. Mm. Uh, We have beautiful policies already outlined. Our discussion focused on that last week. Mm. And we are also very clear that, of course, we should stop assumptions, and we should stop the blame game. So each administration comes up, and when things fail, they tell you, oh, the last administration set the foundation and it's not working for us. I think uh, as a leader, and as a good one in that case, if you decide to take up any office or any position, you would have also assumed all the roles, responsibilities, faults, and, uh, of course, wrongdoings that are in that office with the intent to straighten things out. So I'm sure for me, it's clear that we said, these things, once you pick up a position or you get nominated or you get appointed, you are also going to be responsible for whatever you find in that office or in that uh, position you're assuming. So for me, I mean, the back and forth around the policies w- could be related, and especially for this administration, to the inconsistency in terms of even decisions. Mm. So for from the executive to the uh legislative or to the judiciary arms of government uh, we have been very inconsistent mm-hmm. and that's why we find ourselves where we are today mm-hmm. uh how I, I know when we were rushing to do bvn i know when the census takes place i know when you buy sim cards you do the registration mm-hmm. with all those i mean hold ups stress and pressures of trying to register one thing or the other. I think at this point, Nigeria shouldn't be talking about another registration. I wonder what would have happened to all those millions and billions that have been spent in each of these respective agencies of government that were responsible for one registration or the other. And then now we find ourselves today rushing even amidst COVID-19 to do another registration. It's quite sad. And of course, we are just looking at doing these things now. Nobody's even asking those questions around what about those funds that were spent in the past to do all the same things. Mm. For me, that's a fail in a policy. Mm. That means we're going back to spend more money on things that we've already spent so much money to do. I mean, people are not even asking those questions. We're just pushing on to say, hey, pull back this registration, hold off on it because of COVID-19. But what about those amounts that we would have spent by the same organization to do registration in the past? We did voter's registration. We've gone to the bank secure for days, weeks, months to register. What has happened to all those processes? And who were those responsible people should be held accountable for sure. those amounts that have been spent. So those are some of the ways we find our policies failing us. We do these things over and over again. We spend these monies over and over oh. again, and it's like the order of the day. And so it, for me, I think there's a need, not just to look at, yes, we need to do the need registration, of course. We know why we need it, but then... If somebody had failed in the past to do the same thing, who is asking the question around why are we doing this again? It's like sending your son to class one each year and paying fees, and then you don't see progress. That's what we're doing as a country and as a people. So we need to even tax those people that have tried this thing, and they need to explain why it failed in the first instance, and we're going back to do it. I assure you, before the end of the year, there might be another registration required, and monies are involved. So for me, it's like a planned scheme, that people just find out Hey, wake up one day and say let's do this again mm. And nobody's asking questions around that
2: <laughs> Alright Yes,
3: yeah, uh, I, I think, he,
2: yes, um, I think um, he mentioned something before we came on here. And you said that at the end of it, um, when you go to these offices, maybe in the next three months, you find, them that they are, you find out that they are idle. The They're staff really will be yet. idle. Yeah. And that has been the issue year over year. Um, we have uh, the likes of, you mentioned, uh, INEC and the rest. INEC doesn't come into into serious business until it's Every election. the election no, maybe uh, the year before the, the election. election yes so it's by maybe on the eve of the election the year before the election that you see all sorts of activities coming up and that has been the same with the npc the npc has been comatose for what maybe 10 or 15 years when was the last time that we had that uh, 2006 or six, 6000 six, 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 yeah So they've been comatose for 14 years and then all of a sudden this year they'll be all over the place and uh, all of a sudden in C also there was a time that we were doing that and so like you mentioned I, I really want to buttress, I really want to stand behind what you said and of course. We can't do, keep doing the same things and then wanting the same, um, the expecting result. a different result, a different f- result. Uh, while we're doing the same thing. Yeah.
1: All right, quickly, let me actually um, chip in these statistics, yeah. you know, to buttress the whole outcome of the process. Yeah. You know, while the world is talking about the second wave of COVID nineteen and there are these um, statistics by these um, cents, yeah. basically, it talked about. In the year 2020, that the first record of COVID nineteen case in Nigeria was on February 27. Yes. You recall, yeah, and yes, it took it took 118 days to get to 13,500 infections. Um, meanwhile, in the second wave in the year 2020, and you recall that twenty twenty is just 13 days weeks. gone. And within these 13 days, um, specifically, that we have a case of 13,429 infections within the first 12 days of this year. And we have the government still actually um, 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 going ahead with this directive. And various national identity management commission offices nationwide are thronged with people. So... Is it that the government, there is a disconnect between the people and the government, and the government is still maintaining a posture of indifference? Or what's the problem? Mr. John,
4: <coughs> I, I think it's a matter of priority, if you ask me. Um, I don't see why we have schools on lockdown mm. and we don't have uh, public, other public offices like NIMSI on lockdown. I am aware of other federal parastatals that are still at home. Mm. Um, they're supposed to be resigning on the 18th. Some have been ex- some, for um, some, some others have had their break have been extended because of the COVID-19. And NIMS is also a federal parastatal So why the discrepancy is there? So my, my say is about parity. Uh, we prioritize other issues simply because someone somewhere someone has, has a contract or has something to benefit from NIMSI. And, 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 okay, let's just focus on NIMSI. Let everybody register. Now, this is supposed to be a continuous – the process is supposed to be a continuum, if you ask me. Mm. Um, why would we have NIMSI pegging a deadline, a deadline for registration? While um, tomorrow um, my brother will be turning 18, while a day after another person will be turning 18, it should be a, reg- a, a, constant a continuous, continuous process. process. Now, um, again, I want to say it's an issue of duplication of activities or di- duplication of responsibilities. Uh, Mr. Mujidan talked about SIM registration. Um, when you go to register, you see your bio data is being captured. Now, this by data is not just captured. Including your mother's maiden Including Including your mother's name. Some details are being yeah. captured. And they are being sent to the telecommunication providers. From there, the telecommunication providers are supposed to send those data to the N- 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 Nigerian communication uh, commission, commission, NCC. Commission. Now, NCC is supposed to be the data bank for all of this. Now, we have NCC, we have NIMC, we have INEC, we have the national um, board of uh, internal revenue. Yeah, yeah. The the revenue. Road your team, your, your team. Your your safety. Safety. So you realize the that regions or oh, you have that an Nigerian has um, a BVN number. Has a driver's license, has a national identity card, has a passport, 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 international passport. Have a driver's license. For Mm. God's sake, how many cars will you hold? I mean, and (coughs) walk around with. And for all of this, it's just a matter of okay, let's come back. We've had these policies beforehand. How can we um, marry these policies into one so that we can have a single data bank? Mm. For example, KB. uh, When we Google or I mean, when we check, go to the data, national data, and look for KB. We have every data of his intact. So when he's coming to represent us tomorrow. Won't be talking about his secondary um, certificate or anything because every of his details are there. So, Joe, Joe the conversation, still goes on is um, as issue of um, what do we have it, yeah. duplication of responsibilities, and issue of prioritizing issues. We 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 major in minor no, issues minor. rather than yeah. the major issues.
2: Let me let me let me let me quickly right. add to that. I think um, generally. Our leaders are very insensitive. Uh, it has to do with the insensitivity of the ruling class or the elite. Mm. Um, most times, uh, if it doesn't affect us, if none of my own is involved in it, I can reel out any policy and stand by it and stand behind it. Uh, for me, I think there should be that reflective um, thinking amongst the leadership that how would this affect the general generality of people? Um, if I expose this certain amount of people to this, what would be the impact or the outcome the and, yes um but for us i feel that somewhere somebody somewhere sitting somewhere in probably uh, what's the name of the three arms zone mm. uh, federal secretariat or one of those ministries will just decide to roll out a policy and just feel that it is it, it is it's it's how it's supposed to be and when i when you reflect again and you ask and you say why would you want a nin or whatever is it? It's called a NIN, right? Yes. Why would you want the NIN to be tied to your BVN, or what? To what end is that? Is it to forestall insecurity? Is it okay. so that we'll be able to track people? But here, what we have is that the people trunging out to these NIMC NIMC offices. offices are actually law-abiding citizens. For those people running around in the bush and doing all, carrying out all sorts of uh, nefarious activities they would not even go there. They would not even have any of this data or they would not even... Um, ap- What's the word now? They would um, not even present themselves to, to be captured in any form of data collection or anything like that. So and again,
4: to add to what Kibi just said, to shake the tables again, how do you verify that almost everybody registering in Nigeria now <coughs> with that is a Nigerian because we still have our borders very, very porous. So we, we, we won't dispel the fact that we have people coming in from other countries to register as Nigerians because our borders are porous. That would be a conversation for
1: another day, Indeed, it will be. Um, <clears throat> let's look at um, the issue of prioritizing and the issue of uh, ensuring that our policies are far-reaching. Mr. Mochit, earlier on you talked about the fact that we have various good policies in this, co- in this country, but um, the, our, our problem has always been the implementation. But then some of these policies seem to have various inconsistencies. Where is the problem and where is the gap and how can we bridge the gap in the
3: policy uh, implementation uh, process? Well, I think for me uh, the inconsistencies, like we said, it's the failure of the accountability side of things working. Mm. So, like we all agree that sometimes these policies are just uh, 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 up and running because people have interest mm. across all the agencies, especially for this registration that have been mentioned. you would wonder why, like I said again, the accountability side, why are people not asked the questions around these things? Uh, you are doing it over and over again, and we would not i mean go anywhere if we continue to do that. Probably some people have interest or some people are gaining from these policies. So various agencies running head over heels across board doing the same thing. I mean, the only way out is probably to start looking at how we match these agencies or how we centralize like the burning one at the point, the registration. Mm. Can we assure Nigerians that we would have one place to do a registration that would cover us for a lifetime? Mm. You don't need to register me again. I won't come back again if you register me once and you've done it well. So probably people have interests. I would assume, because nobody's telling me, I would assume people are making lots of money from all this I mean duplication of duties or, or, mm. or, 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 or activities as it it were. So probably it's high time that the accountability side comes to being. So don't just tell me why I need to register. Also tell me why the last registration is not enough not for you. Enough. And also explain to me that the tax I've paid was spent in this manner and this is how much is left. Because people just come up every day and say, let's do this again. I mean, you are not telling me I pay tax and I, you are not telling me how much has been spent in the last exercise and why you are still doing the same thing again for me. So you are just spending my money over and over just <laughs> running registration registration snapping pictures mm. taking the same biodata over and over again I think the accountability side needs to start working if we need to get these policies running and to avoid this clash in ideas or in the, in, in decisions. Alright, I yes. think Mr. Kabiru Mr. wants to add to that. Yes. But before you add to that, okay.
1: um, he, he, he gave us various uh, valid reasons yeah. and then talked about the accountability aspect yes. of our policies. And you recall that one of the policies of this uh, government uh, talk, uh, looking at the anti-corruption policies actually it started on a very good note and then it, st- it Snow-dived, and then uh, we told we all know where it ended now that um, the police people don't even want to hear about that again. So you add that to your thoughts. Now basically we look at the um, World Bank report on ease of doing business. In 2019 Nigeria was ranked 146, and in 2020 it ranked Nigeria in one hundred and thirtieth position. We're looking at all this as a fallout of our policies. You know, to talking about the accountability aspect of it, how can we fully ensure that people actually hold government accountable for in all, in all these processes? Okay,
2: uh, thank you. Uh, well, I want to take us back first before I answer that question. Um, again, I think what we're losing out here in this particular. Um, four years that we'll be having with this administration is the ability to coordinate. Mm. I think one uh, a very important aspect of that is something um, um, uh, CSOs and NGOs do in in the Northeast, and that's coordination. Mm. Um, when while we were there, uh, we were able to visit uh, the civic, uh, the office of um, Civic. civic yeah, that's um, and uh, Mujidans, for, yes, that's Mujidans' office. Center for and,
1: Civilians in Conflict.
2: Yes, and he was able to actually point out to certain clusters and um, uh, sectors that um, usually have coordination meetings. And, of course, what simply that translates into is the fact that there are a lot of actors in, in Medugri, and what you do is that we want to know what you're doing and at what location, and mm. so that we'll know how um, those resources can be uh, rightly channeled so that everybody gets um, the the assistance that is needed as the beneficiaries in the field and whoever or whatever stakeholders that you are actually uh, trying to meet. And so what government needs to learn from maybe the civil space is the fact that um, you should have an office that coordinates most of your activities and why there was significant progress in maybe the six years of the Good Lord Jonathan administration was the fact that there was a coordinating minister. Mm. And so everything goes through a central hub, so to say. And then every we see, okay, the resources, and we see where the effort is going to and all of those things. But here uh, we have discordant... um, ob- uh, objectives and from interested. all from ministries um, departments and agencies everybody mm. wants to do his own thing, and there isn 't anything called co- there's nobody coordinating it uh, you if you recall you find out that the uh, minister of health came out to say something about social distancing or, or stopping the registration at the NMC's mm, office yes. and all of that now i 'm going to your question about uh, corruption and then um, of course we all know that um, and there's a lot of lip service paid to the anti-corruption as well as well as any other drive. But uh, most importantly, we are looking at um, the issues that says the ease of doing business. Now, the ease of doing business shouldn't be even something that we have to go to the World Bank to to, to find out. We know how many mom and dad, uh, is it mom and pop shops mm-hmm. that, have, that have closed up Those in the last in, in the last two years or so. You realize that. I mean, for you to stock and then to restock becomes a problem. Mm. I mean, you're virtually eating into everything. And so um, there's so much going on. Um, we've not been able to balance uh, how our Naira has been devalued against the uh, other foreign currencies. And so the issues are too much. And actually getting a handle on it would take it. It will take another 20 minutes of us discussing mm. what the issues are. Mm. But the fundamental is that we are not coordinating. Mm. And For me, I, I see the fact that um,
3: all our ministers are doing, are doing what they want to do. Um, and uh, yes. probably just to add, sorry yeah. for. I mean, yeah. yes, we are not coordinating. And I don't think they are even ready to coordinate. Yeah. Uh, because the truth is that at the moment, I, w- I would guess because nobody's telling me, because I would always rely on what government fits to me to say, okay, this is the decision they've taken. So I would feel at the moment, if you go to like an immigration office, I'm sure they are bitter because they are not the ones doing this registration. If you go to the road safety, I'm sure they are also bitter that they are not the ones doing this registration. We have ministers that will directly be Responsible for this and if at any Point in time that coordination is not happening I'm sure that all, all the agencies or ministries or parastatals would have also outlined in their budget for 2021 yes. that they are going to do registration sure. at one point or the other. Data capture and They would definitely do all do data capturing. Sure. And nobody is asking that right question to say, so can we centralize this thing? And I think so, there's already a plan not to centralize it. Yeah. So, But of course, that also doesn't stop us to, from continuing to, to hammer on the issue that we need to get to a point where we can centralize some of these things and allow Nigerians some time to do other things for themselves. Yeah. If you drive around those NIMSI offices, you'll pity how people mm. are, 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 are rushing in. Already corruption is setting in there. Yeah. I heard, I'm, I've not confirmed yet that you can buy NIMSI number. Oh. I, I, I mean, people would have to bribe their way to get mm. into the office sure. if you don't know anyone there. I mean, what are we telling our people to do? So, well, um,
1: listener, let's open the phone lines. You will join the conversation. Um, you can reach us on zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. That's six in four places, or zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. You can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter. You can tweet at us at Taken Peace Desk. You can also contribute uh, via our Facebook page at taken peace desk you can do that join our conversation even as we talk about the various policies and legislations that will advance nigeria's development in the year 2020 we will be going on a short musical break please stay with us as we take this short musical break stay with us <laughs>
5: See <laughs>
6: Children, I'm standing to you We all should try to live together Not to kill and eat one another We are from one father and mother So that means we are brothers and sisters Give peace a chance on your wings, Give peace a chance. Whatever you do, I'll to there. Wherever you are, I'll to there. Whatever you say, I'll be. Whoever you are, and the rain. African leaders, what do you do? African chains, I'm selling to you. Losing the chains that abide in your hands. This is the time for us to find. On the grudges that are causing disruptions For this is the time to make a solid construction
1: let's give peace a chance indeed let's walk to build the bridges of love this is building bridges a program brought to you by taken peace desk or support from Bread for the world and on this edition of the program we're discussing the policies and legislation that will engender development in Nigeria for the year 2021, and before that break, we discussed the various policies of the federal, of, 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 of the federal government, as well as how it would have uh, effect on the ordinary man out there. As well as um, we talked about the issue of the National Identity Management Commission, the NIN registration, as well as the difficulty people are going through out there. I think we have a caller. Hello, good morning.
5: Hello, good morning.
1: Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling from?
5: Yes, this Glamour Designer from the
1: Indeed, Mr. Glamour Designer. You are welcome.
5: Yes, good to hear from you guys.
1: Uh, thank you. Same here. Please go ahead.
5: Yes, a good topic. Mm. And I say well done to the job well done. Thank you. For what you guys are doing in the studio. Thank you. You see, if... If we are talking of accountability Mm. in this country, Mm. our leaders, the politicians, they need to do the need for.
1: Okay.
5: In the sense that you don't put two hands in the mouth at once, you can walk.
3: Mm. You
5: cannot chew your... You can not chew what you put in your mouth very well. Okay. You see, uh, we have a lot of complicated issues now in this country because... You see coronavirus, mm. you see, uh, there's talk of uh, restoration of uh, your team blocking people's things. True. We are not doing the right thing in this country. True. You see, if you want to, if you go to buy an NCM card or you buy a, a card or blue number,
6: mm.
5: they will tell you to be your national identity card of everything. Where are those, where are their files?
6: Mm.
5: But today, I am telling you. Politicians are not doing the right thing, in the sense that hmm. they are looking 2023. Okay. So for us to hold them accountable, let the judiciary do the need to, and let the politicians do the need to. Okay. If not, we are going nowhere. Look at how people are dying. There is no good hospital, no facilities, nothing. Right. People are suffering. Right. So let them do the need to. Look at school. Who is supposed to review on the 4th. They correspond to 18. All what right. Do do?
1: All right. Thank Is you really very for
5: much. The monitoring those aspects. Nothing. All right.
1: All right. Thank uh, you very much. We
5: need to so that Nigeria will be a better place. Amen.
1: Thank amen. you. And God bless you. Thank you very much, Glamour Designer. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you. All right. That's Glamour Designer. They're talking about accountability. You know, and we talked about accountability a lot before we went on that musical break. You, I want to make a quick comment mm, please go ahead, yes,
4: looking at policies and accountability policies uh, policies policies you know we were talking about anti corruption mm. fighting Nigeria all of that now um when you look at the anti corruption agencies we have we have primarily the e f c c and the i c p c and we also have the judicial system mm. now when you look at this um these two, you realize that uh, in those places before how you go, go into the ranks um, are not necessarily by examinations or or by by merits. Whoever gets to become the boss of any of these organizations is being appointed by the government that be. And sometimes True. the appointments are being um, remade. Now when you look at it, it is not, it is usually a, a, a situation whereby a person will bring somebody who will defend his own interest first or most likely um, to which hunt as Nigerians will have it. Today, if I'm in power and KB is not there, I'll begin to entourage his people. Mm. So we need to structure our anti-corruption agencies. ICPC needs to be structured properly so that it doesn't have to do with the general system. It, mm. doesn't have to, it has to be that, yes, Joe, you, 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 you rose through the ranks and become the EFCC boss, or you rose through the ranks and become the ICPC
1: boss. Let's add up this to that. Hello, good morning. <whistles> I think we'll lose that.
4: All right. And again, talking about policies. Going forward, if you ask me what are the policies we should begin to look at, yes, I would I tell you that the policies we should begin to look at is housing, for example. Mm. How many Nigerians uh, can boost of housing? I was reading a book by um, Nelson Mandela, um, A Long Walk to Freedom, that um, a man is not yet a man, that was what he said, until he has a house of his own.
1: Okay. okay. Let me, let, let's add up this to that. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name and who are you calling from?
7: Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq. I'm calling for teacher and teacher
1: am Glad you called Mr. Sedik. Why? Thank
7: you. Uh, actually, the policy that we have in Nigeria, we have a good policy, but the problem is the implementation. Mm. Especially in this present administration, what we just use our own ministry that we have in the federal government. Mm. We there are no functional ways. Well. It's not for the corruption
6: that has been raining, And the way that the government is issue of the corruption,
7: that's what is affecting the security, that's what is affecting every aspect of development in Nigeria. Okay. But the problem is that the government is not wearing the advice of the people. Because mm. the, the federal government they are just there for their selfish interests. Mm. But we so say that we are going to restructure our efforts to be implemented, It's the individual interest now that is going to be changed. It's not worth a lot to go to Nigeria, but the massive
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Sedik. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Sedik. They're talking about accountability as well. And on our Facebook page, we have uh, Aaron Fisayo commenting. He said... Good morning, gentlemen. I really don't think there is a need to continue making recommendations and advice for this government. We have consistently seen lack of political will from this administration. In fact, any criticism has been deliberately acted down by government. For me, it is, it is now the struggle for survival. Unfortunately, the National Assembly is a rubber stamp and docile. We are in a fix till 2023, you- unfortunately. Do you have a call? Yes, we have that. Let's add that to it again. <laughs> Hello, good morning.
7: Good morning, my brother. How are you doing?
1: Fine, thank you. What's your name and where are you calling from?
7: Santino from Bukurua Express. All
1: right, Mr. Santino. You're welcome. Please go ahead.
7: Are we truly in a country? Mm. Mm. Are we truly in a country? Mm. If your son is in cross states, they have some policies they put in places. Are you a Nigerian? Mm. First of all, they will call you. In schools, in all states of Nigeria, mm. everything is just upside down. Mm. Your son could be in a school in Cross River State or River State, mm. and the payment of your school, your son's school fees is not as the same as in the genome of Cross River States.
3: Mm.
7: Is that not a bad, bad policy?
3: Indeed, it is.
7: Indeed. When, when, when you say you are in Nigeria, when you are in another state, you pay more than. They said the indigenous that state.
6: Mm.
7: It's not a bad policy. Mm. There are so many things that is going wrong in Nigeria that we need to fix. True. A friend of mine was just telling me, school I don't need to call school here. The school of nursing here. Mm. He's paying ninety thousand naira. Why indigenous pay sixty five thousand naira? Is that a nice policy? Indeed. Come, my brother. We need to fix Nigeria. We need need things are just going wrong. Mm. This is not a kind of dream of a country where we, 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 we're supposed to inherit or, or stay in this country. How can you call yourself in Nigeria? So you are living, you are living in, a, in a different world entirely, that you are from another country. All right. where my brother. All right. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Thank you very much. We're glad you called. Mr. Mojitang, I, I wanted to react to these calls. Those are passionate you know cause
3: I, I mean for me I would also agree with all the callers mm. I mean that's the reality And that's where we find ourselves mm. So many issues that need to be resolved But for me I think the bottom line Or the underlying fact for me Is that if you are Unelected, appointed, nominated Or I mean any leader, any leader. Or any representative I think yeah. the least you can give The people that Give you their trust. Their mandate is to leave that seat or office like you met it. Mm. I mean, if it, if you can't improve anything, don't take it to a negative. So negative. But level. unfortunately, unfortunately, we are battling with fighting negativity in this trust we've given these leaders. Mm. So I mean, everyone in the country is crying from security from COVID, Mm. from contracts, from appointments, from schools, from hospitals, things are just getting worse. And of course, like I said, we would continue to talk on these issues. So the list, and if you hear all the callers, it's just sad. People are almost getting discouraged. But I would also use this medium to tell our listeners that we shouldn 't be discouraged. We should continue to talk on these issues, mm. and we should to continue to build on this request for the accountability of all these things or across all these sectors, because someday, somehow, people would need to be accountable true I mean it would happen that's true. for me i 'm very positive true. that true. people would be held accountable someday somehow it's a time bomb. Mr. Kabiru Sabu.
2: Yes, I think he has said everything um, by actually summarizing and saying that um, if you can't make it better... Leave it the way you do. Yes, don't break it. it. Yes, don't break don't, it. Don't break it. Um, for, for me, again, I think also we should be looking at, um, at things that we can actually push so that um, there's a change of ideology across board. Uh, what that means is that um, we should be coming out with um, with uh, solutions, actually. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yes, coming and talking about the negatives, although we've profiled a few, but again, what we, what we mentioned from the beginning what, or from last week was the fact that um, we already have these policies there. Sure. We have beautiful policies. Sure. And most times it's the somersault. It's mm-hmm. the back and forth that really mm-hmm. takes us back. Um, we failed as a people first to hold our leaders accountable because these people are actually our employees True, and I can say for the life of me in the last 20 years I have not benefited from any government official so I can stand boldly right. and, right. and, and tell people that and, and meet my representative and actually say that look Oga or renkade or whoever it is um, it's not my personal issue, mm. it's with it's the community. community. Yeah. So that's, I think, what, what we should be doing. When you don't benefit from anybody, you should be able to tell the person straight up, you can face him and tell him, Oga, please, this is what we want as a people.
4: All right, Mr. John, lastly from you. We have at least 22 million persons without housing in Nigeria. So mm. if NIMSI and census is going to be the open doors for, for, for housing to begin, well, let's go and do the NIMSI, let's go and uh, register. But, I mean, if it's not going to be that then why are we talking about this so let's look at housing now let's look at provision of water and most of all if you ask me let's begin to review our electoral acts that will help us going forward
1: thank you very much indeed we appreciate uh, glamour designer mr sadik umar from ttt and t junction mr santino as well as Iron fisayo for contributing shown on this particular edition of building bridges listener that will be the size of our package for this week but before we go ensure that you keep on talking about these issues they affect you and they affect nigeria let's keep on talking about them don't be discouraged demand for good governance thank you and god bless you that's the size of our package for this week on this edition of Building Bridges, a program brought to you by Tick and Peace Desk with support from Bread for the World. Thank you and God bless
6: one voice, one Ninja. Yeah, that's all we need. In Nigeria, yeah. What are we fighting for? Why? Why are we killing each other? For what? Let's make Nigeria a...